Welcome to the Third Church Student Ministry Podcast. Hello, everyone. Excited to be back with you for another installment of the Third Church Student Ministry Podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to be uh, talking about Chapter 1 from the book It's Personal, Five Questions You Should Answer to Give Every Kid Hope by Reggie Joyner. Um, and again, just a reminder that we are using this book as a basic skeleton for um, this um, teaching series, if you want to call it that. Uh, leadership development series. And um, this week, we are blessed to have Katie Peterson joining us to um, talk through this chapter and a little extra. So, Katie, why don't you introduce yourself and jump into your takeaways from this chapter? Yeah, thanks for having me here today, Brett. Um, my name is Katie Peterson, Life Stage Pastor here at Third Church, and I love that you are uh, going through this book. One of the things that I underlined in this first chapter, uh, it's possible to lead a small group, um, and I think not only lead a small group, but it's possible to be in ministry and miss the entire point of, mm-hmm. of ministry. And so I love that we're taking a deeper dive into this this year um, as, a, as a team, as those who are leading students, this next generation. So thanks for having me. I actually Actually, one of my first takeaways, I thought of you, Brett, hmm. um, and and I I see you, and I just think, oh, you are such a master recruiter. You can um, you you do such a great job with getting folks put into um, leadership roles and volunteer roles, those kind of things. Um, and and I wonder for for those who are listening out there, um, what was your why? When probably Brett or Chrissy asked you to be part of, um, or or Allie, uh, to be part of the student ministry team, what what was your why? And you know, sometimes um, sometimes the why is you think that if you show up consistently for teenagers, uh, you're going to be able to experience life more more fully, and um, you know, and will suddenly feel content and, and purposeful. Your life will have meaning. And I think there's there's a part of that that is definitely true, uh-huh. um, but then there's also those mornings when you wake up frustrated. You may have more uh, emails in your inbox from ministry than you do from um, other other life things, from family and friends and work and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you might be thinking through, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said this last night in small group. I wish I would have said this. You know, yep. all those all those yep. other kind of things. And this idea of making things personal is really, it's the difference between being a fulfilled leader or a frustrated leader. And so I love that we're uh, taking that deeper dive into that this year. That's right. And I would would echo that and also say, you know, there are times when... um, you know, we wanna we wanna go encourage a student at you know a soccer game, whatever it is, choir, orchestra, and it's been a long day, and I don't know that I've got it in me to go and encourage. Um, but then those things pay dividends later when the student felt that extra, like, wait, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, you took time out of your day to come, you know cheer us on. And so it really does um, pay off. And it, it's the difference between being a, it can be the difference between being a frustrated leader and a fulfilled leader. That is, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I think something 
you know, something remarkable, another takeaway I had from this chapter, something remarkable just happens when you start seeing people the way that Jesus sees them. And I know uh, you've talked about Zacchaeus, you'll continue to talk about mm-hmm. Zacchaeus this year, um, but uh, when, we, when we see people through a world lens, uh, that's really the shallow way uh, of, of seeing people. But seeing people as Jesus sees them... Yep. Um, there's just a shift that that happens, and uh, actually, I love that that we're doing this for um, the student ministry leaders. But um, I also think this is this is just a message for the church, mm-hmm. um, third church, the, the church universal, um, because we we need more leaders who are able to be more personal. Because there are so many students and so many. Um, you know, so even even adults who just feel like they're invisible and, and yeah. ignored. But when we get personal with people, um, when we go that extra mile, like what you were talking about, um, the result of that personal ministry is is hope. Yeah. And that just ties right into what we're talking about at, at Third Church as we're defining reality and looking at flourishing in, in exile. One of the ways that we flourish in exile is we continue to be a people of great hope. And we are the ones who get yep. to bring that forward and call that forward um, in especially in students so um, yeah just yeah. one of the things in the chapter was to stop and, and look around and and see if there was someone is there a student that needs you to see them um, and and if so we can learn from Jesus's uh, modeling yep. the way that he did it with Zacchaeus um, identify identify a way that commu- communicates value to them Enter into their everyday world. Mm-hmm. Address what matters. Remove shame. It's not about shaming um, anyone for what they've done or haven't done. Yep. Um, and then I love this one. Believe in the potential to do good. And so uh, who, who are those students who have kind of pushed their way through the crowd, uh, figuratively speaking, um, and really are longing for you to see their world, um, to know the fear that paralyzes them, and, and call out that hope that is inside of them? For sure. Oh, that's so good. And, um, you know, this book, I, I probably failed to mention it in the intro, this book is... Um, tied to the story of Zacchaeus. So every chapter harkens back to um, how Jesus, uh, how they put in the book, how Jesus on his way to the cross to save everyone took the time to save someone. So good. So out of, on his way to the cross, he looked up in the tree, saw Zacchaeus, and then, you know, those of you who are familiar with the story of Zacchaeus, what unfolded after that was, you know, calling him by name, invite, you know, going to his home, being in his world, mm-hmm. um, showing the people around him that, hey, you might think that way about Zacchaeus, but this is how I see him, mm-hmm. you know? And all the things you just said are harken back to that. So, um, so my, my story of of that is when I was in high school, I was um, one of the kids who would stretch my teacher's patience, stretch my coach's patience, um, did a lot of not listening and, and talking back and things like that. And I, I had developed quite a reputation at school as kind of being the kid to look out for. Um, but I had people who knew my potential, knew my name, called out the best in me, loved me through the hard times when I'm sure I was very hard to love. Mm. And um, I still think of my high school leaders, Ken and Ross, um, my my teachers, um, 
Mr. Spoolman, Mr. Um, Bursma, uh, Mr. Hiskis, people that um, came in earlier, stayed late to, to help me, to um, sit with me when I was in trouble and when, you know, things were looking grim. And they just called out truth and, and God's, what, what they saw God had for my life. And, and that, that shifted everything for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was someone that could have easily taken a different path if it weren't for those caring people who um, called me by name and who um, called me to something greater than where I was at. That's so great. You know, I think we all have that someone or someones in our life who's really um, marked marked our lives. I was thinking as you were talking, um, a few words that I wrote down about personal ministry from from this chapter. Um, being personal takes time. There's yep. a sacrifice in it. It takes time. Um, it it develops a culture of honor, um, and there's there's an investment there. And I had a, I was. When I was just starting in ministry, I was asked to be a speaker, one of the keynote speakers at a women's um, ministry event, not for our church, for for a different church. And I'll never forget, I missed the meeting that I was supposed to present my talk. And so, you know, you've planned these things yeah, before. Yeah. Like, if, if the keynote speaker is not there for the meeting, everything for that part of it uh, is... is uh, Put on hold? Yes, put on hold. So the questions aren't developed, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just I didn't put it on my calendar and totally blew it off. The next morning, the gal who is leading the event uh, called. And uh, as soon as I heard her voice, I knew that I had missed, that I'd skipped the meeting. And my heart just sunk, my stomach turned, and I just, oh, I'm so sorry. And her first words to me were, Katie, it's okay. We just wanted to make sure you and your family were okay. And that was a, a moment of, of an example where um, I, oh, yeah. you know, I, was not a, I was not a ministry project to them. You know, I wasn't just somebody to do outcomes. They, they showed that they cared deeply yep. um, about, about me as a person. Um, and they really, um, yeah, it, it communicated that value, value yes. to me. And I think... Um, so as we move into kind of our challenge, uh, uh, each of us are going to share a challenge about um, from this chapter and for leaders and for really all people who want to be more personal in ministry. Um, I just think how how important names are, mm-hmm. and you know they said Katie, we were worried about you and your family. That's you know it's it's more than just knowing your name; it's knowing your whole story and your family, and and it's because it's you're not just a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a story, and you have, and so I think my challenge is um, uh, specifically for small group leaders. You know, when you have students, get to know their names. Get you know, take a group selfie. Get to know their faces. Um, learn their their family story um you know do they live with mom and dad do they live with grandma do they who you know their their story so um names faces um make it personal that way when when you can you know not just say hey buddy or hey chief but you can say you know hey timmy hey jimmy uh hey Susie. um they just i think it it shows that you they have value in your eyes which then allows them to trust you so when you when you share truths from the Bible, truths about what Jesus has to say for their lives, they say, well, that person cares about me. What they have to say, maybe I want to pay attention to that. So, my challenge is 
know the names of the people in your sphere of your um your area where you have influence. That's great. Can I take that kind of maybe to that next step too? Like, so so know their names, or maybe this is a way to help to get to know their names, but also pray for each of those for students sure. who are entrusted to your care. And these don't need to be long, elaborate prayers, but um, even, even like two sentences, God, give me your eyes and your ears for and who, whatever student you're praying for, um, let me see him or her the way that the way that you do, um, and just asking asking God to break in and allow um, allow you to see the student in front of you the way that He does, um, and then that that next level to. And then, and then respond. Um, maybe it's a note. Maybe it's a text. I, I don't know. Um, to each of your students, with that, that maybe show some of those things that we've talked about here today with making it personal. So yeah. um, something that communicates value. Maybe the Lord brings up something as you're praying for them that you can just share with them. A mm-hmm. Bible verse, a scripture, um, something that that addresses what matters um, in their life. Or uh, I love I love your story, something that calls out the good in them that believes in their potential that maybe yeah. right now they're not seeing in themselves. For sure. That's awesome. And as we uh, you know finish out uh, today's episode, I just want to remind everyone that uh, we just finished chapter one, which is called Stop Being So Shallow. Next time we come together, we're going to be going through chapter two, which is called Do You Know My Name? So thank you, Katie, so much Thanks for, for sharing your wisdom with fun. us, your experience. It's been a blast. Um, and uh, yeah, we hope to uh, see you next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Third Church Student Ministry Podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and to your ministry.